0: everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. I am your host, Rachel R. Harris. If you're new around here, welcome to the podcast. I'm really glad that you found us. If you are looking for specific episodes, be sure to check out the search function on our website, disorderlydogs.com. And that can kind of help narrow uh, the scope of what you're looking for as far as training information is concerned. Or, I mean, you could listen to <laughs> all 200 plus episodes. That works too. But if you're looking for a very specific topic, be sure to check out the search function on the Disorderly Dogs website. So I had alluded in a couple of episodes that I was going to talk about Missy Spicy, and I'm going to do that in today's episode. So I had all the intentions of talking about her being eight months old, but time has happened, and she is almost nine months old. So we're going to talk about uh, dogs who are nine months old. <laughs> So dogs that are nine months old are what we refer to as teenagers, right? So they're not quite puppies, but they're not quite adults and they fall into the teenager category. So something that I have always known and observed about teenage dogs is that it's a very challenging time, right? It is a very tumultuous time for the dog and the guardian. And uh, not surprisingly, a lot of dogs in this teenage age range get surrendered because um, they're not like the cute, easy puppies that they once were. And people really feel like they can't take care of the dog. And a lot of teenage dogs get surrendered and I can understand why I really can. I mean, I'm not surrendering spicy to anybody. She's ours for forever, but I can totally empathize with how difficult it is to deal with a dog in this age range, especially if you have a dog who doesn't, um, have the benefit of being early socialized and lots of training. Um, I can definitely empathize with how difficult it can be. And in addition to my experience, there was some uh, research published in 2020 that basically highlighted the relationship between um, age range in dogs and their relationship to their guardian. And it basically highlighted the fact that adolescent dogs who had a secure attachment to their guardian were easier to live with, deal with, and train than dogs in the same age range that did not have a very good relationship with their guardian. And that's something that we obviously know about human teenagers, right? Is that if they have a secure attachment to the people in their lives, it's not going to be all easy. But if they have a secure attachment to people in their lives, they're probably going to be less difficult to deal with as a teenager, and then, you know, vice versa. So that's something that we do know now pretty definitively about dogs, which is pretty awesome. So um, I will be sure to include a link to that in the show notes. So if you have interest in reading more but I'll just I'll read you the title because I think it's very um descriptive teenage dogs question mark evidence for adolescent phase conflict behavior and association between attachment to humans and pubertal timing in the domestic dog so it's it's a good read if you're into that kind of thing. But like I said, basically it boils down to if the dog has a secure attachment to the guardian, they're probably going to be easier to live with and survive than a dog who doesn't. So back to Spicy. <laughs> she is almost nine months old and she has a very secure attachment to both um, myself and my husband, right? Um If you all listen to the Being Nice to Puppies episode, you hear my personal thoughts and views on raising puppies, um, and that is something that has led to a very secure attachment. Spicy is very comfortable with us, um, and she's really a pretty good listener for the most part, but I want to talk about some normal things that are happening with Spicy as a nine-month-old that if you have an adolescent dog, a teenage dog, you probably will be like, oh my gosh, this is my life. So, there have been a couple of major things that have happened over particularly like the last, I don't know, I would say four to six weeks. Um, if you listen to the six months old episode, you know, you heard that it, it's not all rainbows and ponies. It wasn't that it was like so easy then, but it's particularly become more challenging over the last couple of weeks. So obviously she has um, increased energy like a lot of increased energy. Like some days I'm like, who gave this puppy Red Bull? And how do I file a complaint about such a thing? So something that I'm definitely experiencing that you can also um, expect to experience with your nine-month-old dog would be an absolute increase in energy, right? With that increased energy, there is also increased desires to entertain herself, which, if I don't give her appropriate outlets, can be very, very difficult to manage. And I definitely have noticed an increased uh, change in her perception about some things in the world. Right Where, um, I guess, maybe three or four months ago, she didn't really notice certain things. And now she's really noticing things and having specific opinions about those. And then um, I have definitely also noticed an increased confidence and increased independence. And none of those things are abnormal, but none of those things are terribly easy to deal with either. So I want to just kind of tell you how you're surviving nine months old. And I would say we're doing more than surviving. I think we're thriving here. But if you have a adolescent dog, I think that this will not only validate your experience, but also hopefully give you some nice ideas. So when it comes to increased energy, <laughs> We have definitely had to increase the amount of physical exercise that Spicy is getting on a daily basis so that she doesn't look for outlets in other places. Some of those outlets have been more destructive behavior, so um, pulling things off of shelves, uh, stealing shoes. Um, She's definitely had an increased uh, desire to look for things to destroy in the house, which she really hadn't been terrible uh, about that up until recently. So we have definitely had to increase her exercise. So I want to give some caveats here because that doesn't mean that I'm like running spicy miles and miles per se, because that's not necessarily going to solve the problem that might actually create a bigger problem. So she definitely needs more outlets to physically run around. Not just doing leashed walks, she needs more outlets to run around. And <clears throat> while we're really lucky, we have a backyard and Waylon is very good about humoring her sometimes and playing with her. Uh, that is definitely not been enough to satiate her. So we have spending, been spending a lot of time at, um, we have a mountain property and and sniff spots and allowing her to play with other dogs. We've been doing a lot of play dates because she just needs that outlet. She needs that outlet to run and zoom and be crazy and be wild. I have experimented with taking her to dog parks. I try and go when they're really quiet. We went to a dog park recently that was much busier than I was anticipating. And while overall, Spicy did pretty good, she was still a bit uh, crazed because there were just so many dogs. And I don't think that it worked against us per se because she definitely needed that outlet. But I'm not saying that dog parks are the answer here. I really think that um, one-on-one playdates with other young wild dogs who want to play crazy can really be one of the best ways to give your nine-month-old dog that outlet and that's something that we're trying to pull off like once or twice a week and that has been hugely helpful for the energy burn (laughs) okay in addition to play dates I've also spent been spending a lot of time playing with spicy so playing tug and she will retrieve sometimes and that has been a really nice way to physically give her an outlet as well as kind of work on some nice skills while we're at it. Okay, so when it comes to finding ways for your nine-month-old dog to expend energy, it can't just be like letting them be wild for hours and hours. I've definitely been sprinkling in training and Bringing it down a couple of notches into both of those activities, right? So, playdates we're letting her play and play and play, and then we're leashing dogs up and we're working on just chilling out and responding to basic cues. If you follow us on the gram, I did a reel about this recently, and that is something that we're doing every playdate, right? So it's not just a free for all. We're not just letting her go like. Wild and not expecting her to respond to us. We're really striking a nice balance of where she gets to run and she gets to play, but we're also working on her recall. We're working on sits. We're working on downs. We're working on literally her self regulating. So shaking it off and bringing it down a couple of notches. That's also something that I'm working on when we're playing tug, right? So I let her get crazy and we're playing tug and it's amazing. And then I ask her to drop it and I trade her a treat, which she does. And then I ask her to sit. And take a deep breath and kind of build it out. So I think that a lot of my clients who deal with or are dealing with their teenage dog, they have this propensity just to be like, okay, let's go to the dog park and let's let them run around for two hours. But they're missing the response to name, the working on bringing it down before they go back to play. So when we're looking at a nine month old dog, we're really going to work against ourselves if all we're doing is just building endurance. (laughs) Okay. Building endurance is Something that's going to backfire later, right? Because if all I'm doing is just letting Spicy run wild at the dog park for two hours and I'm not asking her to do anything else... Slowly but surely, she's going to have more endurance for run, to run longer, and it's going to take longer for her to get to the same level of satiation. So it's not necessarily just about her running, right? It's, it's kind of the combination of she has those outlets to run and be a puppy and play and be wild, but we're also still really working to reinforce the recall, the sitting, the chilling when I need her to. Okay, so it's very normal for nine month old puppies, nine month old dogs to have an increased energy and we absolutely have to give them more outlets for that. Right. Oftentimes that's play dates. Oftentimes that's running around off leash. Oftentimes that's playing with them, engaging with them, giving them appropriate outlets. But that can't be something that we do without building in (laughs) some of the training and life skills that we also want them to be working on. Okay, so Spicy has absolutely absolutely had an increased energy. And while my life is such that I am always very active and I'm very busy with the dogs, I definitely have had to um, bump it up with Spicy recently. With that increased energy has also come the challenge of she has been harassing Waylon a lot. If you follow us on the gram, you saw the video that I uploaded of that. And I have definitely noticed that Waylon and Spicy are much more successful together after Spicy has had a play date, right? So I'm not expecting Waylon to full-time tire out Spicy like he did when she was younger. Now I'm really stepping in and making sure that she has appropriate outlets for that. There has also been an increased uh, change in some of her desires. So she used to be Easier in the mornings, <laughs> and I could get, like, you know, my morning meditation done and like my morning routine done without mis- much disruption. And these days, that is not as successful because, um, while to Spicy's credit, she is very good about sleeping in, bless her. Um, once she wakes up, she is like on it, she is ready to go. And those desires are <laughs> difficult because if I don't give her something to do in the morning, then she is resorting to um picking things off of shelves and chewing on things I don't want her to. And I've also definitely noticed much of an increased change in her behavior in our backyard in particular. And this is probably um, one of the biggest challenges that we're dealing with right now is that um, we have our backyard fenced off into many different sections. Um, just a little fun fact, my husband and I are both um, huge lovers of our garden and we spend a lot of time out there and we don't want the dogs in there and spicy has realized that she is physically capable of hopping those fences she's not leaving our backyard right she's just hopping the fences in our backyard and that has become increasingly challenging and spicy used to be able to have um, free access to the backyard through the doggy door which she cannot now because she is not making good choices out there and her desires have changed and she wants to like hop fences and investigate things, which I don't want her to do. So that is something that we've had to be really diligent about in the way of she is only in the backyard with supervision, <laughs> right? Because if not, she keeps hopping the fences, which we really do not want her to do. And it's one of those that I definitely think she's going to grow out of eventually. But my husband and I have to have had to be really, really diligent about making sure that that she is supervised and making good choices out there. In addition to hopping the fences, I think that I mentioned in the six-month-old episode that um, we have neighbor dogs, uh, two schnauzers to be exact, who are pretty ferocious at the fence, and her desires have really changed, and she really thinks that talking shit to those dogs through the fence is really rewarding. So not only is she... You know, her desires are changing there, but she has to hop the fence to do such a thing. So we've had to be really, really proactive about if we know that the dogs are out there, we're going out with our food reinforcements and we are reinforcing good choices, which are not hopping the fence. Right. And. Thankfully, she's been really responsive to that, right? Like if I am out in the backyard with her and I am paying attention and I'm redirecting her and I'm asking for her attention when I need it, she's honestly been really good about responding, but I used to be able just to leave the doggy door open and not worry about her and she could go entertain herself in the backyard and that is not an option anymore. So that has been a difficult um, routine change for us because that means that Spicy needs more of my attention. And that's a huge complaint that I get from a, a lot of my clients with dogs this age is they're like oh my god this dog requires so many hours of my attention every day and welcome to the club right (laughs) like (laughs) that is that is not just exclusive to you that is all of us right so i have definitely had to devote more literal time and literal energy to her at this age than i ever have before And then I definitely have also noticed some increased changes in her perception of the world. So she was doing a little bit of boofing, right? Like half barks at things that have kind of escalated, right? Um, So now in the car in particular, she can be very barky when she sees people and dogs. And I think it's just because... Before, she didn't really notice, and now she's starting to notice them, and she's like, wait a minute, why are you existing there? And that's something that we have been really – continued to be really diligent about is that I've got my reinforcements, my food reinforcements in the car. I think you heard me talk at at six months old that I didn't always need those, but I do need them now, (laughs) right? If I can be consistent and work on just a little bit of counter-conditioning in the car, that really alleviates a lot of the barking. So I'm definitely recognizing that that's a behavior that needs my time and, and attention right now because that's not something I'm in love with. And while She might also always be just a little bit more barky than Waylon is in that way. We're trying to decrease that from building in frequency. Okay. In addition to the increased energy, the increased changes in desire, and some of the changes in her perception of the world, um, I've been really pleased with how all of the training that we've been doing with her up until this point has really started to shine through. So at this age range, it's very normal that you would see a decrease in response to trained behaviors, right? So this is something that happens to a lot of us. This happened to whale and I. A lot, but I've been really lucky in the way with Spicy that she really continues to listen really good, right? So like when I ask her to do something, she really continues to respond. I haven't been like, oh my God, she's giving me the bird. She's not going to respond. And I think part of that is one, like I was referring to earlier in the research, we have a really secure bond and attachment. And I think that that is helping. I think additionally, we have been really consistent at reinforcing all of these trained behaviors and as such, it's made it easy for her to respond. So I think that those two things are working to our advantage. But if you have a nine-month-old puppy and they are starting to decrease in listening, I want you to take a te- deep breath and realize that now is your time to be really, really consistent with reinforcing, positively reinforcing behaviors that you want your dogs to do. Okay. And spicy continues to be very food motivated. So that makes it very easy for me. Right. I'm able just to do a lot of food reinforcers, but something that I am definitely starting to change that I wasn't doing before. Is I'm definitely increasing treat values when we're going busier places. So for example, I took her to Home Depot with me. Recently, I needed to get a couple of things for the garden and I figured it would be a good training opportunity for her. And um, it was. It was a very good training opportunity. She still thinks people are awesome. She's still trying to jump on people. So we worked really hard on um, engaging in people and then re-engaging with me. And she did awesome. And that's because I brought bacon. I literally brought some bacon with me because she needed the higher value food reinforcer. So this is an age range where you want to double down on consistency with training and also probably increasing the value of reinforcer that you are using based on the distraction level. So that's something that we continue to be really, really diligent and really consistent about. And I'm really lucky in the fact that um, my husband, Corey, he has also been really active um, in participating in this training. So I haven't worked on any brand new skills with her per se, right? Um... She's responding to her name really well. Her recall response is really good. Her nose touch cue is awesome. She will sit and wait. She will lay down and wait, and she will walk at my side on cue. Her response to leave it has been really good. So those are all skills that I taught long before she was a teenager. And I think that that has been advantageous now because she has all that history of those behaviors. So now that when I ask for them, she can fall back on that reinforcement history and it doesn't have to cause um, friction between the, the two of us. It doesn't have to To become a power struggle. If you have a dog who maybe you didn't have the benefit of being able to do training before because they recently came to you, there is still so much hope. Oh my God, there's still so much you can do. Um, But it's probably just going to take a little bit more legwork on your part. I think that nine months old, this teenage age range is a great cl- a great opportunity to um, try a group class, right? So if your dog can be really fearful or really reactive, maybe not so much, but if you just have like an over-exuberant, like a happy nine-month-old, I do think a group class, just like even a basic manner something like that, this can be a great opportunity to practice those skills with more distractions, but have the consistency and the motivation like, all right, you've invested in the group class, you're going to go. Every week, so I do think that the teenage age range can be a really great time to get yourself in a group class, and that's something that I've actually been looking for for Spicy. Is just to get her in a group class, just so we have a little bit more opportunity to practice with a little bit more distractions. Um, Something else that we're starting to notice is that Spicy has not gone into heat yet. So those of you who have spayed and neutered your dogs, this will not be a challenge for you, but those of you who maybe have a dog who is not spayed or neutered yet, this is when you can really start to see the hormones start to rage, and that can be challenging in certain ways. Spicy has not gone gone through a heat cycle yet, but I can kind of feel it building. Like, you can just see some subtle changes in her behavior and her mannerisms, and I'm literally visually starting to see that her nipples are starting to swell. So I imagine that once she is in heat, we're also going to have some other challenges that come up. So everyone, if you have a teenage dog, I hope that this episode was validating. I hope that this gave you some insight into maybe some routine changes that you can experiment with to give them more outlets. And I want to reassure you that it does get easier. (laughs) Um, Basically now until a year old is I would argue the most difficult time in an in age range in dogs but Once you make it over that hurdle, you're going to be able to celebrate a really awesome adult dog. So stay strong. If you have a teenage dog and you are struggling and maybe a group class isn't right for you, um, please reach out. We love the teenage dogs. We love them so much. We would be happy to help you. If you are in the Denver area, we might be able to help you in person. If not, we can definitely help you virtually. Um, But now is the time. (laughs) Nine months old is not the time to give up on training. (laughs) Nine months old is the time to be very very consistent with training in everyday life and making sure that you are bringing those high value food reinforcements with you everyone i hope that this episode was helpful i've got some really awesome topics in my mind they are brewing and i will have a new episode for you next week so everyone have a beautiful weekend smooch those puppies for me and i am already looking forward to the next episode thanks for tuning in i hope you enjoyed the show